If you happen to be driving near Leslie and the 401 sometime in the near-ish future, uh, you might just get kind of like blinded and distracted uh, by some lights. And that would be from a mult, like from a super-sized billboard. As it is now, I find sometimes when you're driving, um, the lights on them, they're just so bright. And it just makes me want to stare right into them. And I suppose that would mean that the advertising works because I just can't take my eyes off it. Uh, as a passenger, that's okay. As a driver, not so much. Uh, on the line, I have Toronto uh, City Councilor for Ward 17, Don Valley North, Shelley Carroll. Hi, Shelley. Hi, Pay. Now, uh, I know that Toronto City Council has approved an amendment that would allow these, like, I guess they're just called like supersized digital billboards yes. to be put um, in certain parts of the city. Now, one of those would go up um, in your ward. Yes. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I was in the minority. I voted against it, and, and a few councillors uh, uh, did vote against it, but uh, the majority prevailed. And so the introduction of, we call them supersized because the city does have a bylaw and does allow billboards in certain areas, but we allow them of a certain size. But if you are doing one of these super bright digital billboards, you want to go for what is a conventional maximum size, quite common on uh, toll highways in the United States. And so they're bringing the same structures here. And you'll see a few of them on the Gardner now. You'll see a few of them on the 407 now. There are two of them in all of the 401 stretch in Toronto. One, uh, if you're out 401 Kennedy area, there's one there, and one a little west of Yorkdale, both of them in industrial areas. This one at 401 and Leslie will be facing residential and a hospital, and it will be in an area where there really are no other forms of billboard visual pollution. So that will lead to them being quite magnetic and distracting. Now, uh I guess for me, it seems obvious. I would have voted against it, too. I would have just thought, like, this is too much light pollution if you're going to put it near residents yeah. or where people are, are sleeping or just, you know, in terms of, like, this isn't, I'm not, I didn't choose to live near Times Square to have all of this light bleeding into my eyes. Um, what, like, this is going to be a dumb question. Why would people vote for it? Well, the simple answer is the sign lobby. One of the most powerful lobbies in municipal government is the sign lobby. What? Okay, see, and I didn't know yes, this. <laughs> it is absolutely true, yeah. And what happens, we thought that we would combat this in, in the city by having anyone who wants to bring a variance, a supersize that you have to bring through the sign bylaw appeal, we collect them all and bring them all at once to council once a year so that uh, we can actually be keenly aware of the cumulative impact of each decision. Because you will see here, there's one out, I said, west of Yorkdale. In this year's batch, we adopted two more nearby at, at 401 and Jane. So once you put one in, more will pop up. But you will see how many applications this year, how many more of these will there be in the city. And, and this year, there are three more of them in, that are in places that we have not historically put this kind of billboard action. And so, so the staff did their job. They really tried to show us if you say yes to all of these, you're really making an impact. And where there are three this year, will, will there be six next year? And so on and so forth. But the sign lobby, you can look in the lobbyist registry, they uh, aggressively visit every councillor and do their level best to talk about 
the revenue picture and, oh, there, we'll, we'll, we'll offer community benefit, we'll do this, we'll do that, and really try and twist arms. Um, I myself like to, to like to act on the merit of the application itself. And in this one, I alerted my community, this is an application before me, how do you feel? And hundreds, literally hundreds of people said, don't go down this road, not, not at Leslie and 401. Now, um, is there any way to reverse this, you know, to reverse the sign that's going to go up near the hospital, near residents? I can understand why you would have it on a highway. Um, it, it's not really impacting anyone longer than as they, you know, drive by and see it. Uh, but for it to start creeping towards where people are trying to, to rest or recover, it's, uh, it's a different concern. Well, well council did try to protect us in the bylaw. Where a sign variance for something extra large or extra bright is adopted, we only give the permission for five years at a time. So it's important that that Torontonians stay live to this issue, as they say, because every five years we can go back and say, you have to renew now. And if it's been a nuisance, the community has another opportunity to say, we can't live with this. Now, I'm I'm being a, a bit of a pain in the neck on this one because these are large structures that they're on, big, expensive, beautifully brushed aluminum structures that these digital billboards are on. And so to order one to be taken down five years later, it's probably going to be tough to do. It's going to require the community to really start to look at how much super bright visual pollution do we want where we're driving at high speeds and to begin to work towards stronger guidelines and, and things that sort of combat any any sweeteners that, that the sign lobby is trying to, to bring to this business. I mean, between you and me, I think it's a dying business. Where we're really bombarded with ads, ads that are very effective are on our handheld devices. Mm-hmm. That's where they're really ca- grabbing our attention. So this is sort of that last attempt in, in the billboard business, if it's super bright and it's three times the size of the city's bylaw, can I grab your attention? And, and some people are susceptible in actually allowing a few of them through. So we've got to start to look at the renewals and say, I don't want this renewed. I want it gone. But uh, five years is a long time. It is. It is. And so, um, you know, I'm going to stay on it. Hopefully local councillors over the period of time, we'll start to track those that were adopted a few years back along the Gardner. Um, those those councillors regularly get complaints from their condominium dwellers. Mm. This thing is is blaring right into my condominium unit. It's a small unit, so it literally lights up the whole unit. Please get rid of it. And so I think as much as you saw a wave of them coming in from about five years ago to, to now, I think you're going to start to see a reversal in that trend, but it's it's going to require the conversation continuing amongst neighbors. Can I live with this? Can you live with this? We really should be talking about it. And I think it's unfortunate because if one is already, if one of these you know giant billboards is already up when you decide to purchase or move into a place, well, then that's your decision. You've decided to do that when it's already there. It's really too bad when one goes up, uh, you know, after you've you're yeah. living in a place because it's just not something you've expected. Yeah. Well, there's a development application right next door to the sign that we've approved at Leslie and 401. So one wonders, what's the price of those units, given that they're staring at a billboard? 
guess we'll soon find out. <laughs> well, I guess we will soon find out. And uh, and I guess we will know that if they buy everything that's on that billboard, how successful it uh, actually is. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, hopefully it's selling furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that or blackout blinds is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking yeah. that's, the, that's the business that you want to advertise on one of those billboards. Um, Shelly, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You bet. Thanks, Faith. That's Shelly Carroll, Toronto City Councillor for Ward 17, Don Valley North. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.